Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code USA. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Todd Cunin, sitting in for Fred Penny here on RadioLawTalk.com. Fred on assignment. I'm usually to the left of Fred. Not politically, but uh, I'm usually seated to Fred's left, and he'll be back next week. Todd Cunin here with Denise Dirks to my right. Denise, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing as good as I can. Well, I'm happy to see you here. I we'll we'll gut through this here. Yeah, and then uh, and then. On that intro, on the intro with the music and the symphony playing, the the authoritative voice is none other than <laughs> Cal Hunter, who's also our man behind the glass. Cal, how are you? You know, Todd, I'm well, thank you. It's been an interesting week. My wife and I are celebrating the birth of our 20th grandchild. Wow. 20th. 20 and, and grandchildren. He, and just the cutest little th- I went over and got to meet him last night. His mother had a C-section, couldn't go in the hospital, you know, COVID, COVID. So I went to the house last night to meet him, and I just thought, oh, my. Let me, let me clarify there. Yeah. Let me, yeah, 20, the mo- yeah, The mother had a C-section. You were not able to go to the hospital. Right, she was. They, they yeah. didn't do that at home. Well, yeah. there, was a, there was a couple of guys who offered. Yeah, I can do <laughs> oh, I got this new series of Time Life books, medical procedures using utensils from your own kitchen pantry. Exactly. Oh, great. Yeah, okay. I took that into survival class. No, but anyway, the baby's beautiful and very well. Mom is sore but beautiful and very well. Dad is doing fine. Grandma is over the moon. I bet. As you might imagine. My, yeah. I think my parents are a little over 20 grandchildren. I, I, I've lost count. They had seven kids, and if each one of us had three, yeah. you know, it'd be there. That's a good number. Of course, yeah. I, I'm the slacker. I only had two. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and any time there's a new grandchild. And now they're getting great-grandchildren. You got any great-grandchildren, Two. Yeah. Two? Two. And two on the way. Yeah. I, I, Life I, is good. Yeah, life is good. My wow, da- you're so blessed. You know, that is exactly the word I was going to use. As blessed as you can possibly be. When you go in there and you pick up the little baby and you just it makes those little noises and squirms around and, and then the diaper's full and you hand the baby to the mom and say, well, I guess it's time for me to go home. I mean, that's <laughs> great, isn't it? <laughs> I, I just I just keep waiting for, you know, somebody they, they handling this 
brand new baby. And yeah, so they, sweet. Yeah. And, and they get all, you know, philosophical and religious and, oh, this precious child so straight to our world. If you could speak, what wondrous things. I'm waiting for a baby to go, how's your 401k? Yeah. <laughs> you know, how's the life insurance yeah. policy? How's your food store? Are you prepared for Are major you... events and yes. world cataclysmic events? Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. yes. Uh, I, 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 my daughter is 21, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to being a grandparent someday. But I've also told Not my yet. but I've also told my daughter, take your dang sweet time. No, there's no hurry. There is no, no hurry. hurry. <laughs> but it is a life changing for for the better, life changing experience. It's it's so wonderful because you look you get to look past all of that. I mean, we raised nine children together. That was a lot, and it was a lot of stress and a lot of strain. But when you have grandchildren, you get to look past all of that, and you just get to see the sweet breath of heaven in mommy's arms. It's awesome. Plus, so, yeah, it's a whole different thing, yeah. Plus, if they're in your presence and you're watching them, when they're no longer being that sweet breath of heaven, you can always give them back to the parents. Exactly. <laughs> and then when they come, you spoil them, and you wonder why they act up when they get home, and you go, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. a joy and a blessing, and I'm thankful. So, Outstanding. Well, congratulations, Cal. Thank congratulations. You. we got a lot to talk about on the show today. Jesse Smollett in the news. Oh, my. The, he was sent that... Jesse Smollett was convicted and sentenced, and we're going to talk about the sentence that was handed down and things that he said at sentencing. That, that, was, that was entertaining, wasn't it, Denise? It was very entertaining. I'm surprised he um, got the sentence he got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin in the news as well. I mean, that Alec Baldwin and the incident that happened on the set of the movie Rust that he was filling, uh, that he was filming – that's going to be in the news until there's a final resolution on the criminal investigation in any cases, if there's any that occur after that, and, and any civil lawsuit, all the civil lawsuits get resolved. But that, that is going to be in the news until all of that happens. Years. It will be in the news, but we have the latest. And all the sweet friendship between Alec and the, and the widower and all yeah. of that, that has all gone away. Mm-hmm. They all turned to acrimony, as these things frequently do. Yeah, and, and and we also have the story. Last week we talked about, uh, let's see, the Scott Peterson case with a juror who omitted some information during the jury selection process and, and the attempts to get a new trial in Scott Peterson. Well, this week we're talking about a similar issue with Ghislaine Maxwell and the juror in her case who neglected to inform the judge and attorneys during jury selection of some information that would have been pertinent to know. And, and not just that, not just that, but more so with this case, not just the information that was omitted during the jury selection process, but the conduct of the juror in the jury room once the case was submitted mm-hmm. to the jury. We'll talk about that. And, and, and I think that so far they've only addressed one of those issues, but there's more questions to be asked. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to ask Denise one, and that is uh, maybe for later, obviously. Do you think there are people who have these traumas, know the kind of case it is, and says, I can't wait to get on this jury and have my little moment in the sun for, for what happened to me when I was a kid? Is that possible? I think we're seeing that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I can talk from um, experience as a former prosecutor about jurors who express the exact opposite, the exact opposite um, and, and we can talk about that we talked to, when we talk about Glenn Maxwell. And, and 
and Bill Cosby. We have the latest on the Bill Cosby uh, issue that's ma- that was making its way through the appellate court all the way up to the Supreme Court and of the United States. And we'll tell you the latest on that. But we also have case or Cal case or no case. Can you let's see yeah. what are we doing? Can you can you give us a tease? I, here? I think I gave you a little setup here. A little right. case or no case. It involves the second smartest man ever in the world who got on a game show, and he was smarter than the judges, and he wanted to hit get his due. You could say so. We'll talk about that. That's really. The case or no case in, in capsule. But you know what this interesting smart guy does for a living now? What does he do? Writes for game shows. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you can't. <laughs> can't beat him, join him. Exactly. Well, right. well, if he was smarter than the judges, I guess the same way. If you can't beat him, hire him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they hired go, him. Yeah. Producer but, says, man, this guy's going to kill us if we don't hire him. So, so yeah. So, so, we'll, so we'll take that up. Uh, we'll get that after the break when we yeah. come back. Yeah. Folks, uh, please understand, on Radio Law Talk, we are, uh, what does Fred always say? The... Most popular radio show, second only to the alien shows that are that you listen to out in the middle of the Nevada desert. They're, you know, Earl's talking. Well, I got abducted last night, and they said that they they, well, they abducted me because I own a double wide, and you know, and, and so we got those. But please understand our disclaimers here. We're not giving legal advice. We're not telling you how to handle your individual legal case. Legal case. The only advice that we do give is. If you want legal advice, seek out and hire and consult an attorney who can give you advice specific to your And issues. if you don't want to get abducted, think travel trailer. Yes, yes. <laughs> Stay away from the double wide and the Winnebago. Well, we're through our first uh, quarter segment here, the first hour, three hours here on Radio Law Talk. If you're not carried all three hours, you can catch us on radiolawtalk.com once the show stops being broadcast on your favorite radio station and then maybe call the radio station and encourage them to carry all three hours we'll be back uh, after these short messages with case or no case where cal risks his eternal soul again <laughs> we'll be back as radio law talk continues stay tuned Law Talk can be heard on RadioLawTalk.com from 9 to noon Pacific Time every Saturday. That's RadioLawTalk.com. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town get your new windows patio doors and more from the window replacement hotline get ready for the change in weather save on your energy bills call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home call the window replacement hotline now 800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739 that's 800-710-3739 Life can be full of risks. 
One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk. Uh, Cal gave us a bit of a tease. We don't need to recap the tease. We can go right into case or no case because he's going to tell us. We went to the break. I said Cal's going to risk his eternal soul. For those of you that don't know, they're tuning in for the first time. Case or no case is where Cal sets out a a factual scenario. Well, factual sounding scenario. Well, notice I said factual, not actual. (laughs) Okay. Okay. A factual, an allegedly factual scenario. And those of us here on the other side of the glass have to determine whether Case has given us or Cal has given us facts about a, a real actual case, whether it was a case and who won, or if Cal 
is trying to dupe us with something that he made up. And, and no that's, points for you. And that's why I say, because it's technically bearing <laughs> false witness against cases, that Cal is risking his eternal soul by playing this game. Now it's time to play Case <laughs> or No Case. Yay! Live from the dark side. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Is that Darth Vader's new show? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm your case manager. Okay. Rick Rosner was a run-through contestant on MTV's first game show, Remote Control, when it was in development. This was the first time he'd ever been around comedy writers, and he was also brilliant. I mean, really brilliant. Rick Rosner by IQ, the second smartest man in the world ever. I'm talking Todd Cunin smart. Was, <laughs> I don't raise the bar that high. <laughs> was going on Jeopardy. So he went on the show, but not before drilling with an umpire clicker to get his timing down. And after reading fact book after fact book, and he said, I have both intelligence and knowledge. I have the ability to recall things instantly. He made it to Final Jeopardy with the lead for the fourth day. And he had to answer a question in the category of peaks and valleys. He knew the subject well, so he placed all of his winnings to date, $35,000 on the table, which would have smashed his opponents off the show and carried him on with a lot more dough. The question went this way, approximately. Mount Everest is the tallest mountain known on planet Earth, and Mount K2 is the second and most difficult to climb. But there is a mountain that ranks the third tallest in the world and is known for being one of the more difficult to climb as well. What is it? Well, Rick knew this, so he wrote on his card, Mount Kangchenjunga, which is in India. And as then and as now, host Alec Trebek said, Oh, sorry. It's Mount Lhotse, which is in Tibet. Rick wanted to argue his point on the show, but Alex and the show producers would have none of it, so he was eliminated from the round, and he looked like he might have been the new champion in line to make well over $100,000 if his hot streak continued. He knew they got it wrong, and he was correct that they had gotten it wrong, so he called the family lawyer, also a Mensa member, who said, you know, I saw that show, and I knew they got it wrong, too. So he said, I think I want my $100,000. Do I have a case or no case? Denise, what do you think uh, in, in a show like this? you got a chance to win the money. It's right there in front of you. Poof, by a mistake of the show producers, it goes away. Well, it was a mistake. <laughs> That's right. A big one. A big one. A costly so, mistake for him. Yeah. Um, it could be if he sued the Jeopardy show. I, I don't see he could really sue Alex Tobek himself. But he could sue the no, Jeopardy show. No, he sued show. the show's producers because there's the one. There are the ones that said that made the mistake. Yeah, we're not going to do it, right? Yeah, and Ed wouldn't take his his answer as true. Um, and do you remember that show was about game show cheating? I do. Yeah. Off of, off of a true incident where a guy was fed the, the answers. Cal Caltenborn, I think, was his name. Came from a wealthy American family, and Beverly just loved the fact that he kept winning and winning and winning, and right. it was all a lie. Yes. Hmm. Um, okay, so I think that this is not a case, but it's a scenario. Hmm. Mr. Cunin, what do you think about? Do you think a guy would let a hundred grand go without a legal challenge? You, you know, when you when you said what the answer was, yeah. He's, you said he wrote down what was the name of the mountain that he wrote. Uh, I'll have to go up there and look because uh, I can't remember. Mount Lhotse. Okay, so Lo yeah, Lhotse. Yeah, Mount, Mount Lhotse. Yeah. So he writes that down, 
But you didn't say that he wrote it down in the form of a question, which is how you have to phrase it. What <laughs> is Mount Lhotse? Not just Mount So he could have been correct, and that could have been a correct answer. But if he didn't frame it as a question, he would lose. But let me tell you, I would be shocked, absolutely shocked, if the producers and the legal team at Jeopardy had not prepared for the contingency, for the, as rare as it might be, instance when the contestant was right and the game show writers were not correct and that there has to be something in that contract to appear on the show that, that covers that. So I agree with Denise. I think that this is a scenario, but it never led to a case. Um, I, I mean, I would imagine Jeopardy tried to do what was right, but it never led to a a legal challenge. No, because you see yeah. Jeopardy when they when they'll come back and say we have to correct your score because you were correct. That's an alternative answer or something to yeah. that effect. Right. So, so right. I say I say it's a true scenario, but it was not a case. Well, it's interesting. This uh, Mr. Losey's first uh, Rosner's first job, excuse me, uh, as a writer was a fact checker. On a game show, because they have them, you know. So, here's the thing. Uh, I lose. <laughs> <laughs> Rosner appeared on a few game shows before settling in as a writer, and he did sue, but not Jeopardy. And he lost on another game show that he was on, because the judge said, when they say the decision of the judges is final, that's exactly what it means. Their decision is final, and it's their choice, right or wrong. Later, Jeopardy apologized, but instead of getting back on, he became a fact researcher and a writer for many game television shows. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is case or no case. And next hour, we're going to take you to General Motors and the air-cooled, copper-jacketed engine. It's a fascinating piece wow. of Americana wow. coming up. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Interesting yeah. factoid about game shows. You remember when Who's, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and all those got really popular in the late 90s? Yeah. And the reason they got popular was because of the writer's strike in Hollywood. Because you don't have to be a member of the Screen Actors Guild or the Writers Guild for game shows – and so that was all they had for the programming, and that also led to the rise of reality television because those were all technically classified as game shows. And they had nothing else to put in primetime. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you, what, you want to know what, what the score is? Yeah, I'd love to know because I know I'm dead. But we, have, I'm, we only I'm have 15 there. seconds. Yeah, so. yeah. 41 yeah. is me in the lead, and Todd and Fred are tied at 34. Awesome. Well, so you can pass them up today. We'll be back in just uh, just here after this bottom of the hour break, and we'll cover some more stuff. This is Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Car 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 Wash. Quick Quick Car Wash. Get the 
quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch these cattle shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drop that dirty car. Quick, quick car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time. Six. Radio Lotta. Radio Lotta. I like that show. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. All right. So let's get into some of these cases that we've got on for today. Welcome back. Todd Cunin with Denise Dirks here on Radio Law Talk. Fred Penny on assignment. He'll be back next week. I always miss it when Fred's not here. He's just such a... Folks, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know of anybody that works harder that puts in more time than i don't know when fred penny sleeps i mean he he the answer is simple when he's on the phone when, when, he's, <laughs> when he's on his plane maybe yeah, then right could, yeah. could be could be even yeah. then he's probably saying, hey can i can i take the wheel for a little bit <laughs> yeah wouldn't surprise me wouldn't surprise me all but right t- todd i have an open for you if you're oh. ready, ready to get into the case oh sure go. sure stand by please now radio law talk news Jussie Smollett. For those of you that don't know, Mr. Smollett, actor, uh, uh, probably most well-known for his role in the TV show Empire. Although, if anybody has ever seen, you know, the Alien movies, uh, like Alien, Aliens, and they had the prequels, Alien Covenant, um, uh, Prometheus and stuff, he was in Alien Covenant. He was in one of the Alien, the prequels that came out in the last... Uh, Ten years. Well, he, are you serious? I am serious, and he has been in the news. Denise, what did Mr. Smollett? What was he accused of first, and then how did that turn out for him? Well, let's put it this way: um, Mr. Smollett um, said and told the world that he had been attacked, had a noose put around his neck, and that they were by MAGA men. Um, and that it was a, ra- uh, a, a race crime, a, a hate crime. Yes. And, um, you know, and, and so he made this report, police report, and, and he told all these different authorities what had happened or what he alleged to have happened. And the funny thing is where this occurred, there were a lot of cameras. 
So they were able to get the camera footage and to find the two guys that allegedly attacked him, and they were brothers that were known to Mr. Smollett. That's right. So Mr. Smollett, um, initially, um, after the the brothers had um, kind of turned on him and said, hey, we were paid for this to do this, it was to get him, you know, he's from Boardwalk, right? What was it called? Um, he's from Empire. Empire, that's right. The, the movie Empire. Yeah, the, t- the, TV, the show. TV show yes. Empire. And he was trying to get more, you know, negative publicity, if you will, but that ends up being positive for his career, perhaps. And everybody took sides, everybody in the world. Some said, oh, it's not a race, you know, a racist issue. Some said, you got to back him. And it was really kind of amazing how fast the word spread and how fast the the public at large became polarized. Then the DA came out and said they were not going to charge him. First, the DA said, um, I'm conflicted out. I cannot um, uh, help in this case. I'm not going to be able to prosecute the case. And then the DA came out and said, we're not going to charge him, which was very odd. So a lot of things have occurred in this case that are very interesting. Well, the DA gave him legal advice first off, right? Did she not? Is not that not how this all happened? She kind of, she and Michelle Obama sat down and said, "Hey, Jesse, here's how you got to handle I, this." I, think I don't think that. it was legal advice. Advice, I, okay, advice. Yeah, yeah, I think it was more like talk to him about you know the, the what had happened and you know it got, had like took a personal interest in it. If, sure, if, if we credit the DA, it, look, if if anybody called to say, "Hey, what's going on?" I get the recusal. Just from the standpoint of avoiding even the appearance of impropriety, it was it was the right thing for her to do, given her connections. But the problem is when she recuses herself as the elected D.A., she can't just then say, and I'm going to appoint the number two person to prosecute it. She has effectively recused her. Uh, this is under the city charter, the, the code in that jurisdiction. It says... If you recuse yourself as the DA, you can't appoint somebody else. The court has to appoint a special prosecutor for this case. And you don't get to say who it is, and you have no influence. That's, on right. That's right. You can't because it's if you recuse yourself, there's a conflict of interest just by the nature of the recusal. And that conflict of interest, just like it would in a law firm, spreads to the whole entire um, agency. So when, when Denise said that the DA's office had dismissed the case, that's true. That happened. And then it came out, wait a minute, that's not the appropriate procedure. So they had to go to the courts. A special prosecutor had to be appointed, which undid the dismissal, and it essentially revived a case that Smollett thought was over. That's right. And the city had sued Smollett, too, for the costs of the investigation. Yes. So Smollett found himself very quickly in hot water, and he surrounded himself with his family and friends, which maybe didn't help him so much. Syncophants. In many cases, syncophantic people. Yeah. 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 So he was tried. And the two brothers that were allegedly the uh, aggressors and the hate crime persons, they testified against him. And the verdict came down, guys. That's right. And he was found guilty. And Ouch. not only was he found guilty to lying to the to uh, the investigators, but he then had to have face sentencing. And his sentencing just came up. And he has been sentenced to 150 days, which is five months, in jail. He doesn't have to go to prison. It's he, uh, like city, county jail, whatever it that's is. That's right. right. So he doesn't have to go to prison. It was not um, – he did not get more than a year. 
So this fake crime, he also has to pay restitution. That's and, investigative costs, right? Yeah, well, not necessarily only that. It's for the cost of the trial. It's for all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, my understanding is the um, the deal with the city um, hasn't been resolved yet. The civil complaint against him for damages on the investigation have not been resolved yet. But what's the most interesting about all of this is what happened at the sentencing hearing. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now, now look, just to uh, just to fill in a couple of things, he was convicted of a felony. It's a low-level felony, but it's a felony nonetheless. And, and look, you know, if you're convicted of a felony, the sentencing options are either you just do all your time in prison or you get probation. But if you get probation, you can still be ordered to do a, an, an amount of jail time. Well, like a partial term, half in jail, half in yeah. probation, something like that. It just, yeah. Well, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not half in jail, half on probation. You still get your normal probation term, but you, there is a – the court can consider sentencing you to a period of time in the local jail. You don't go to the state prison. You do it locally. So he was given 30 months of probation in this case. But also, as part of that 30 months, he had to serve 150 days of it. He's got to serve it in jail. Now, on 150 days, he'll only actually do 75 because they calculate the credits. And he probably had credit prior to going in when he turned himself in. So maybe it was 150 days minus four or five, let's say minus four days. He had 146 left to do, of which he'd do 73 to actual days in Cut jail. Cut that in half because by some miracle, every day you serve in prison, you get an extra day off for good behavior. I, look, I don't want to I'm just saying. I don't want to grant the legislature sainthood and miracle status by an act of the legislature. That's the way they created the law. Right. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? It is. And same thing here in California and in most yep. jurisdictions. So he'll be out in seven to 75 days. But look, if you have been convicted of a crime and you're pending sentencing, and there's usually a you know, four or five week period after the verdict and you know, pending sentencing, this was even longer. That is the time for you to realize, look, it's no longer time to argue guilt or innocence. That has already been determined by a jury. The court is now looking at contrition, they're looking at remorse. They're looking at you as if to say, is this going to be a successful candidate on probation? Sometimes the attitude is so bad that the court says, look, I can't give you probation because I can tell by your attitude you're not going to adhere to any of the terms and they have no choice but to sentence you to prison. Or you're going to recidivate. You're going to do it again. Yeah. And so that's what that's, – that's usually – those who have been convicted where probation is a possibility you and minimal jail time, that's when you want to be contrite. And you want to be quiet if you can't be. Mr. Smollett <laughs> did not apparently get that memo because he went in to his sentencing with the attitude, I am innocent, I didn't do this. The judge essentially did a 30-minute monologue telling him that his name is now synonymous with lying. He's ruined his career. Um, it's It's... Terrible everything that he did the, did. the cost to society was very high and sentenced him to 150 days. After the sentence, Smollett is telling everybody, I didn't do this. I'm innocent. In the courtroom. And I'm not suicidal. If, I, if anything happens to me, it's not because of my own hand. <laughs> A little uh, kickback to Epstein and his um, 
followers. Uh, it's just, just crazy. We're, look, we, we got to hit a break here. I just want to follow up on this a little bit when we come back. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction, but we'll follow up on this. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Is he talk. setting up an insanity plea? <laughs> <laughs> Make me wonder. Thank you, Todd. We will continue with Radio Law Talk here in just a couple of minutes, and we hope you can stay tuned no matter where you are listening, whether on the air or online via radiolawtalk.com. We thank you, and we'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said... 
My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. Is this real life? Oh, that's stone. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. So uh, just returning a little bit to the Jesse Smollett thing, uh, Jesse Smollett case. So Denise, when, when he was let out, he was going on saying, I'm not suicidal, which was an odd thing to say. It was odd because nobody had it, – it, it didn't come up in sentencing that the court had concerns about him taking his life or anything. In fact, if that had been the case, they probably would have put him in a mental facility to be evaluated. So that, it never came up. And he started saying, I'm not suicidal. If anything happens to me, if anything happens to me, it's not by my own hand. And you had you had mentioned we were going to break. That's a reference to... Well, Epstein. Yeah. You know, Epstein and even the Epstein cohort that was found... Dead in a French jail. That's right. That's right. So there were two in that, that you know, that one that, uh, anyway, Smollett, I, I don't know. I don't understand why he even wanted to compare himself to Epstein. Well, to, to, to me, it's bad, bad it, judgment. It, it speaks to his own, his perception of his own self-importance and, and you know, look, Epstein, the, the controversy around Epstein was because it was generally believed that that dude had dirt on a lot of powerful people and that there were powerful people that were threatened by his incarceration and what he might say to try to cut a deal and get it. Because he's looking at, like, years and years in prison and stuff. Jesse Small, I don't – first, I don't know of anybody that would feel threatened by Jesse Smollett being in – incarcerated for 75 days i don't even know anybody who even cares honestly i mean there are some people in the black community who fear going into a jail in in chicago as a as a homosexual person could put him at risk so i think he was in a way crying out to help to those people who had supported him but i also think he may be setting up an insanity appeal well here's the problem with that if if he wanted to seventy five days though well if he wanted to appeal on grounds of insanity then that would have had to have been something that would have been his trial. defense okay yeah. fair enough, his defense fair so he's and, done then yeah yeah he's he's done but um, yeah I, I just I don't think he's going to appeal it either I honestly don't think he's going to appeal it I think he's going to come to the you know the idea um, that he's going to have to do his time to get through it because he's going to do his time before an appeal happens anyway. So here's my question, Denise. Denise and Cal, I'll pose this to both of you. He got 30, 30 months of probation, but let's just look at the jail time, 150 days. We'll put aside credits and stuff, 150 days. Okay. Denise, too, yes. much, too much time or not enough. Cal, too much time or not enough time. I, I thought it was pretty liberal and not necessarily um, – 
I thought it, the judge was easy on uh, Mr. Smollett to be candid with you. So, so you but thought, it was you his he... first. It was his first. Um, uh, you know, trouble with the law. So you thought there was a potential for him to get more than I did think days. he would get more. Okay, Cal, what do you think? I think it was a friendly sentence, shall we say? When I say that, I mean when you consider the ripples of this case. The racial ripples, ripples. The political nut ripples, ripples. The, the, the racial ripples, the the nut ripples. Po- ripples. The political <laughs> ripples. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I don't need to say that. No. <laughs> okay. And that the, was not me. That was I know, God. Not, the political <laughs> ripples, the racial ripples, the societal ripples, especially in a time of tension with the election and Donald Trump in office and all of that. I think it was far more significant than that and should have gone years rather than, than days, in the my reason, opinion. And the reason I ask that question is because if you read the news, there's, there's an entire uh, movement that thinks that this represents a double standard and that he was punished more harshly than someone else no, he wasn't. that would have made the same. And, and my take on it is this. You have to consider this thing called the objectives of sentencing. Every state has the judicial rules, and they spell out what the objectives of sentencing are. Why do we sentence What do we people? want to accomplish with this, right? And, and, you know, one of them, as Denise talked about recidivism, you want to sentence somebody so that they don't do it again. I don't think that's really an issue here. But an objective of sentencing, one of them is the deterrent effect, not on this person from doing it again, but the deterrent effect on others exactly from doing the same thing and and the those thing, are called the ipple rules yes yeah and the thing that smollett <laughs> has to understand is yeah. that it's not because of his race he came into this with a certain influence denise talked about how this his report took fire it became national news it wasn't somebody in chicago that made a false claim and it stayed in chicago and and was was maybe significant locally, but not much. This became national news and had an effect, uh, you know, nationwide on on Good Morning America, on all the news shows. He was interviewed repeatedly. Politicians in a presidential campaign are talking about it. It got a lot of traction, and it also smirched Chicago's reputation. Besmirched the city. Besmirched yeah. yes, and, and and with all due respect to people, who may already be besmirched. Donald <laughs> Ipple, Donald, I'm sorry, I can't talk. Donald Trump supporters, people who wore MAGA hats, That's who true. were being assaulted just because they wore the hat. So and, and so, so the issue here is, the more something gets traction and and goes nationwide, the greater the need to issue a sentence that will act as a deterrent effect. If it had stayed just local and hadn't gotten, maybe he'd have gotten a. a lower sentence. If he had showed some contrition, it probably still would have gotten 30 months probation, but maybe he'd get less custody time. But he didn't do either of those things. And so eh, I think 150 days, 150 days seems about right to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, probation department's report was, too, because they usually give some kind of an idea to the judge about maybe what should be the sentence. And I didn't hear anything about that. So I don't know what the recommendation was. I'd like to have read that because I'd like to see a report that says, well, you know, he hired a couple of guys to beat him up. He lied about the whole thing. We recommend a light sentence. And he I mean, didn't lose yeah. his Subway sandwich. <laughs> it was still go. in his hand. Think of that. <laughs> but, but, you know, the thing to keep in mind about probation when he gets out, he's on probation for 30 months. What happens if he violates probation? If he messes up, 
he's subject to being going back into custody. For the full time of the probation. For the full time, and not just local. If, if he's not a good candidate on probation, they can say, okay, it's a felony. We'll just sentence you to the remaining time. Go to prison, do your time. We'll see you when you now, get out. Is so, it formal probation or informal probation? Oh, it'll probation. be formal because this is a felony case. Okay, so, yes. so he has to go see a probation officer. He does. He has somebody that, yeah. monitoring, and he has to do all of that. And, you know, I, 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 I mean this sincerely. Best of luck to him. Yeah. Best of luck to him. Uh, and we'll see how things go moving forward with Jesse Smollett. If he comes back in the news, I guarantee you one thing. We're going to talk about it here on Radio Law Talk. I just hope he gets himself together because this is, uh, this is to me, one of the worst cases of publicity grabbing by crime that, I've, I, mean, that I can think of in a long time. This is a, a big publicity grab. And this what was did a sad one. Yeah, but, it makes but, me sad. It yeah. proves to, though, that not all publicity is good. That's true. That's true. But it also begs this question. Is there a scenario under which, even though a jury found him guilty, he could his claim that he didn't do it could still be true? Yeah, I think there is, because, yeah. you know, one of one of the misconceptions about having a jury trial is that it's the truth, that this is now it's a decision and there's a finding beyond a reasonable doubt. And they and it, but is it the truth? It's really not the truth. It's what the evidence was before the jury. What evidence got in to con- convince the jury beyond a reasonable doubt that he was guilty? So I would say there could be a reasonable scenario where he is innocent. I I think in most jury trials, the verdict of guilty. Ultimately, if I'm an all-knowing person, yep, the, the guilty verdict means that that actually happened. They got it right. Yeah. But all you have to do is look at any case where somebody was convicted, say, of murder and later exonerated through DNA evidence, realize, look, the evidence presented to the jury allowed them to say it's no longer reasonable to doubt. That's only going to happen if the check disappears. Yes. I mean, there was some pretty hard evidence in that that's, case. That's true. That's check true. He had written to the alleged attackers to, to pay them to attack him. If that oh. check disappears, yeah. okay, well, maybe we can talk. But otherwise, I don't think he's got much of a chance you know, but, on that. But people talk about this imperfect system that we have. And I know we're running out of time. Probably can't get into this yeah. too much. But I, I, Go I, ahead. I would just say this. The only way to guarantee, the only way to absolutely guarantee that no innocent person is ever convicted is to not prosecute anybody at all. That's the only way to do it, and that's certainly not a system we want. You know, and it, it's still, in my opinion, with its flaws and warts and all this kind of stuff, our judicial system in the United States is the best in the world. And you are hearing a move to deconstruct, so pay attention to that, because yeah. that is out there right now. And, and, to, yeah. and to those folks, I say, show me, it, show me a country that does it better. Yeah. I, I, I'm all ears. I'd be happy to see it. I haven't seen one. Well, Saudi Arabia just um, put to death 82 men in one day. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, we're, we're trying to cut down their open and expressway. We're through our first hour. We'll be back for the second hour of Radio Law Talk. Cal, take us away. I will. Thank you, Todd. And thank you, folks, for listening. We remind you that this episode will be posted on RadioLawTalk.com if you want to catch a highlight or whatever. And, uh, in fact, all of our shows are there at RadioLawTalk.com. And listening to them is free. We'll be back at 6 after next hour. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I have religiously taken the balance of nature. I haven't missed one day, and I'm loving the product. I feel better. My wife has noticed that I've felt better, and I've noticed that I want to get up and go piddle in the garage and, you know, do something that doesn't matter to anybody on earth but me, but I have the energy to where I want to do that. So I really think balance of nature is helping me. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA.